Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. Keep 100 Radio is brought to you in collaboration with SkinGrip, the only patch company that I trust with my diabetes devices. I started using SkinGrip about two years ago, and before I found them, my Deathcom would last maybe four or five days before falling off, making it really hard to lift weights, hike with my dogs, or just wanting to do the everyday things that I love. But now I can confidently travel, work out, and navigate life with diabetes without having to worry about dealing with insurance more than I have to, begging for replacements, and resorting to finger pricks. Plus, I'm in love with their mission to help us live fearlessly with diabetes. You can check out SkinGrip at SkinGrip.com and save 10% on your order by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Keep 100 Radio. I'm super pumped to be back on the podcast. Uh, currently, it is Friday, right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so if you had a day like me, maybe your blood sugars are slowly recovering from all the food last night and just kind of throwing it in there that that is totally fine if your blood sugars did not hold up at maybe quite as nicely as you wanted them to. Um, to be honest, if you follow me on Instagram, then you probably already saw my stories, but, um, my, my blood sugars were kind of a shit show. (laughs) I woke up in the morning, got Starbucks before visiting my boyfriend's parents and, um, low key forgot the bolus, forgot the bolus for my coffee. So my blood sugars went up to almost 300. Actually, they did hit 300 at one point. Um, by the time they came down, it was time for dinner at my brother's (laughs) And they held up very nicely over dinner. I will say I was sitting in the low, low hundreds. I'm like, yes, I got this. Like I handled this so well. And I was kind of pumping myself up. And then, you know, they did the thing where four hours later, you forget about the fat content and slowly they start drifting up. And um, if you're like me again, like I fell asleep by 6.30 last night, I was in such like a a food coma that I fell asleep and I didn't even catch that high until I was about 2.60 and it did not stop spiking there. I hit about 3.50 at about like 11 PM and finally came down again. I thought I was I thought I was in the clear and I went low, hit about 68, had a pack of fruit snacks, which usually holds like it just kind of bumps me up and it's fine and it's perfect. But for whatever reason, last night I had the same pack of fruit snacks and went up to about 2.30 and woke up (laughs) at 2.30. So it's been it's been quite a ride. So I am still in my pajamas. It is 10 a.m. on Friday. I'm chilling in my pajamas. I'm just going to hang out for the day until we go to my boyfriend's family's for our second Thanksgiving. And I'm going to hope that the day goes a lot smoother. So again, if you are somebody who maybe your blood sugars didn't hold up quite as well over Thanksgiving, um, just, you know, give yourself that grace because we are all kind of going through it in one way or another. So I hope that you are snuggling up today. I hope that you are, you know, giving yourself a lot of water and just, you know, accepting that these days happen. And that is cool. But on today's episode, I really want to talk about, you know, after we hit Thanksgiving, um, if you're, if you're somebody who celebrates Thanksgiving, we have a tendency to get into this mentality of, I have to 
restart or I need to refresh. And it's really hard to get through the holidays. Again, if you're somebody who celebrates or no matter what you celebrate, this time of year is just where we get caught up in that mindset of, you know, I'm just going to give up. (laughs) Whatever happens, happens. Um, And then I will restart in January. And I mean, I think this is a really kind of toxic way of thinking because it kind of puts us in this all or nothing way of thinking. And it kind of, you know, allows us to get into that mentality that might not be the healthiest, where I believe that there can be a balance. It can be that meet in the middle of allow yourself that grace of being 300 on Thanksgiving, but also not feeling like you have to constantly start over. For example, like we have we have Thanksgiving on Thursday. Then there's Friday and the whole weekend. And we kind of say like, all right, well, Thanksgiving already kind of messed up my blood sugars enough. I'm going to kind of just let whatever happens happens and I'll start over on Monday. And then we feel like we have to do the same thing for Christmas. And then we start over the week after Thanksgiving or sorry, the week after Christmas. And then there's New Year's Eve. And then we're like, all right, well, screw it. I'm just going to start over on January 1st. And again, just kind of leads us back into that all or nothing mindset. So on today's episode, I really want to talk about three ways that you can prioritize your blood sugars throughout the holidays without feeling consumed by them. Because again, we can all pretty much agree that there's a difference. There's a a spectrum. It can be on one side where we say, okay, I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and not care about my blood sugars, just be in the moment. And that is one end of the spectrum. Whereas the other end of the spectrum is I'm going to let my blood sugars consume me I don't want, I'm not going to let myself enjoy the cookie, enjoy the pie, enjoy all these different foods because I'm scared of what they'll do to my blood sugars. And neither one of these ends are necessarily healthy. And I've been at both, (laughs) trust me, especially going through college where, you know, my blood sugars were always a mess to begin with. I did not care about the holidays. I said, you know what, whatever will be, will be, and I will deal with it later. And then on the opposite end, when I was first diagnosed, I really let it consume me of like, this is my first holiday as a diabetic, my first, second, third holiday as a diabetic. And like, I don't know what these foods will do. I'm scared of these foods. I was told to eat low carb, but now there's all these different foods in front of me. My aunt is telling me she bought me a vegetable platter, (laughs) but for me specifically on Christmas, like maybe that's all I should be eating. And again, so like neither one of those spectrums is healthy for our mental health and also for our body because we should be able to enjoy that balance. So today on this episode, we are going to talk about, again, how to prioritize your blood sugars and meet yourself in the middle without feeling consumed by your blood sugars and without feeling like without feeling restricted and without feeling like you have to just let loose. (laughs) There can be a happy medium. Okay. Tip number one, widening your lens. So what I have found with my own journey and with working with so many clients who are also type one diabetic is that we kind of build the subconscious habit of needing to stay in between the lines. Now, if you are on a CGM, you'll kind of understand what I mean by that in that we have a target range that are we naturally get alarms when we hit those ranges. So if you're not on a CGM, you still usually have your target range. Um, For endos, usually they recommend anywhere between 70 and 180. So if you um, go off of normals, that will be up to about 10. 
And they usually say stay between that. And that's kind of like the healthy range, but everybody has their preferences with this, right? So like I have my alarm set to from 70 to 150, just because that's where I prefer sitting. And I like to take action a little bit sooner once I hit that 150, if I need to. Um, So this, again, this is all kind of preference, but we have this ideal range that we like to sit in. And sometimes just going through the motions of the everyday life, we have the habit of tightening this range so much that when it comes to these high variability moments or these moments outside of our normal routine, it can be a little bit anxiety provoking when we stay outside of these lines. So for example, my alarms are from 70 to 150, but during the holidays, if I'm constantly seeing the yellow or getting alarms for being at 160 or 170, it just doesn't feel good because it makes me feel like I'm not doing a good job, even though with the with the different types of foods and different routines and different environments, I'm okay with 160 or 170. So that's where this concept of widening your lens comes in. So again, if you're on a CGM, this is a moment where you can take your range and widen it. So maybe during the holidays, you're okay going up to 200, you're okay going to 250, and you're going to let yourself just kind of enjoy the moment. And maybe you don't need to be constantly checking your death tom or hearing those alarms because you're enjoying the moment and because you recognize that this is not an everyday situation or environment, or even um, like you're not making your everyday bolusing decisions because everything looks a little bit different and that's okay. So like yesterday, no, did I, I didn't want to be sitting at 300, but I just kind of said, okay, this is what it is. I'm going to treat accordingly. I'm going to put my alarms at 200 so that once I get under 200, I'm kind of in the clear. I don't really have to worry from there. I'm not going to bound myself by staying under 150. And that was okay for yesterday. That was beautiful. So this concept of widening your lens can really help us just kind of give ourselves that grace and accept that, again, everything's different today. We can we can be okay with that and move on with our day without feeling constrained by these numbers. Our endo is going to understand when they look at our reports and see on November 25th that our blood sugars weren't awesome because it was a holiday and, you know, we should be able to give ourselves that grace too. So widen your lens, change your alarms. If you're not on a CGM, you know, again, kind of changing those mental boundaries So if you're not hitting that 180 mark, maybe you're at 200 saying this is still within range for me today. Maybe it's not, it's not considered within range for me every day, but today that is okay. So widening your lens, being okay with having a little bit extra variability in your blood sugars to a certain extent and, and saying, this is where I'm going to take action, choosing that boundary. Number two is a tool that we use a lot with our clients during everyday life, but also during these high variability moments. So this is a tool that I always encourage my clients to use, especially when they're traveling, when it is uh, maybe when it's the holidays, when they have a more stressful week. So maybe they're um, a job at their jobs, they have a little bit of extra responsibility, they have an event going on when your life isn't really in your everyday routine. So this is the concept of MVCs, minimum viable commitments that we can set to ourselves. This completely takes away that all or nothing mindset around our daily routine. Because instead of feeling like we have to wake up and eat a healthy breakfast, we have to 
pre-bolus the 15 or 20 minutes, we have to get a workout in, we have to drink all of our water and have all these healthy habits, we can limit it to one that we feel confident that will support our blood sugars, but not make us feel like we are tied down to diabetes because we all know how that feels in one way or another. So maybe saying that you're going to get your workout in during the holidays when you're at your aunt's house or that you're going to have your everyday normal breakfast when it's Christmas and people are making pancakes and bacon on all the different things. Maybe it's just not feasible. So what I encourage my clients to do is set a minimum viable commitment. This is one thing that you can support your blood sugars with throughout the holidays or throughout that high variability moment so that you know that it's helping your blood sugars in one way or another, but you're not feeling consumed by this everyday routine and all these different habits that you have to use to control your blood sugars. So for example, MVC, that minimum viable commitment, maybe this is that I'm going to pre-bolus at least 10 minutes and that's it. That's all I'm going to focus on. Maybe it's that I'm going to take a walk around the block in the morning and that's going to be my movement instead of a heavy weightlifting session to increase my insulin sensitivity. Maybe your MVC is simply drinking five cups of water. I don't even know how many cups of water is recommended, but you know, maybe your MVC is just simply focusing on drinking enough water. And those habits are things that are still helping your blood sugars in one way or another. Is it the culmination of every little habit supporting your blood sugars? No, but it's one thing that is helping you in that moment that can help you get through that week or weekend or season without feeling consumed by your blood sugar management, without feeling consumed by this everyday routine mindset that we have to stick to day in and day out. So it's definitely a concept that I encourage you to use and this can change, right? So you don't have to have the same MVC for every single day. But, and it can change. So maybe one day, you know, your MVC is going to be about movement. Maybe the next day it's going to be about staying hydrated. Maybe the next day it's going to be just about adding in some breathing techniques so that you can feel less stressed. It can change day to day. That is completely okay. But I definitely encourage you to take this tool as something that you use during the holiday season so that you can still feel like you are prioritizing your blood sugars, still feeling like you are doing something productive to support your body, but not feeling stressed out by having this checklist of things that you have to do and losing focus of what matters in that season, which is spending time with your family, enjoying those small moments, you know, getting enough sleep just, you know, enjoying that season. (laughs) All right. And this last tip is something a little bit more for those in-between moments. So for example, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we have about three weeks where we're kind of in that weird limbo season of like, we know there's another, another holiday coming. So like, do we really put all of our focus on our blood sugars? Um, but we're not quite in the new year where we want to completely reset or restart. And which that is, a, by the way, another thing that I want to mention, if you're having that reset mentality into the new year, I definitely encourage you to replace that word with refresh. You do not need to reset or restart. You are not a video game. You are not, you know, you're not an object that needs to restart. You are a human being and we're allowed to pick up where we left off and refresh. So highly recommend changing out that word. That is something that has helped me in my journey a lot, but nonetheless. So this tool, again, coming back into those kind of window periods of 
the few weeks between Thanksgiving and uh, Christmas or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, and then moving into the new year where we don't really want to restart, quote unquote, everything, but we need a little bit of a, a place to start. So this is um, particularly if you're somebody on a Dexcom, this is a tool specifically within that uh, CGM, but I have to say I'm not sure about the other CGMs. I'm, I don't have as much experience with them in my own journey. Um, but if you're on a, on a Dexcom and you have access to Dexcom Clarity, which if you don't have that on your phone already, I highly recommend that you download that app. It's just Dexcom Clarity. This gives you a ton of reports that you can use to better your management. And what I find with my clients is that this is such an overwhelming tool because there's so much information that we can get and we don't know how to use it. So I'm going to walk you through how to use one of those tools that can support you in these smaller timeframes or walking into the new year. So with this tool, you're going to go into Dexcom Clarity and you're going to go to reports and hourly statistics. And this is something that you can choose a time frame. I recommend doing it between 14 and 30 days, sometimes two and seven days is a little bit too narrow of a window to really judge it. Um, so I would go back to either 14 or 30 days. And what this does is it's going to give you an hour by hour breakdown of your day. And it's going to tell you your time and range, your average glucose, your standard deviation, everything that we normally get from our summary on that first screen but for every single hour of your day on average over the time frame that you chose. So when you pull that up, you can actually see what time of the day am I lowest time in range or what time of day is my average sitting the highest or do I have the largest amount of standard deviation? And that right there can give you one place to start. So again, with our clients, we help them choose these time frames so that they are taking one actionable step at a time. It can be so overwhelming looking at our Dexcon clarity and saying, oh my gosh, my time and range went down. I don't even know where to start. I don't know what to focus on. And then you try and focus on everything and then it turns into a big mess <laughs> and you feel burnt out because you're putting so much energy and so much focus into every little thing that you're doing. So for example, if you're noticing that during dinner, maybe your time and range lowered or that's the lowest point in your data, you can say, okay, dinner is what I'm going to focus on. Do I need to focus on my insulin carb ratio? Maybe it's the timing of my, of my boluses. Maybe I need to work on pre-bolusing or maybe I should focus on the nutritional content. Am I having a high fat meal that I need to utilize a different kind of bolus for? Do I need to work on my carb counting? There can be so many different things that can fall specifically into that time frame. And this is a time for you to get curious. What are my behaviors around that time? Am I feeling rushed in my decision-making? Am I taking that time to slow down? Am I rage bolusing? Am I afraid of taking too much insulin? So I'm holding back on my bolus. This can be a really good time again, to dive in a little bit deeper, see where our mindset is meeting our bolus decisions and say, this is something that I can actively work on that will support me in the upcoming months and year. And then again, in a few weeks, you revisit that same report and say, where do I want to work on next? Maybe I need to run a few basal tests for a different time frame. Maybe I need to do the same carb ratio test. Maybe I need to look at my decision-making. This is what we do with all of our clients so that they can feel empowered in making these decisions and that they can feel empowered in taking that next step without coaches moving forward. 
again, coaching is not about that 10 weeks. It's about setting you up for success long after those 10 weeks. So that is exactly what we do. We give all of our clients those tools. And that is a tool that I'm giving you right now. Now, if you don't have a Dexcom, if you do not have a CGM, don't worry. That doesn't just, <laughs> that doesn't just, you know, knock off your, the tools that you were able to use. You can still use the same tool just in looking at your different reports, looking at your different logs and your blood sugars at different timeframes. Now I will say most meters for testing your blood sugar actually connect to an app called Gluco, G-L-O-O-K-O. Gluco, if you Google it, it'll pop up as a web page. And when you plug in your meter to your computer, you can actually download all of that information, every single test, and it'll download into Gluco and it'll actually make reports based off of your blood sugars from that information that they're getting. So obviously the more that you test, the more information that you have. And again, I always like to kind of preface with my clients that this is something that you want to look at objectively, because usually when we're testing our blood sugar, it's either routine, like a time of day, um, but also like we test a lot when we're not feeling well. So this information might be a little bit skewed. CGMs, you're getting information, you know, periodically throughout your day. Whereas with a meter, we're testing when our blood sugar is high. We're testing when our blood sugar is low to con confirm the symptoms or to figure out what our next steps are. So again, don't focus on the timing range here. Usually when people are on a just finger pricks, their timing range is actually a lot higher than they think they are because they're not getting those periodic readings every five minutes. So just like to preface with that, but through, with Gluco, you can see, okay, what time of day uh, are my readings typically higher? What is my time and range? Where can I start? So when you have that more information and when you have those reports, you can, again, dive in a little bit deeper, say, okay, is this something that I want to do a basal rate test for? Is this something that I want to do a carb ratio test? Is it something where I need to look at my behaviors? I will say looking at our behaviors is always the hardest part because that's something that we need to take ownership for. It's so much easier to say diabetes is just being diabetes. My blood sugars are just doing their thing. And it is a lot harder to take ownership over the things that we are, that are within our control. Diabetes is a mix. It can throw us for a loop, but there are also things that we control. And when we can take ownership of those things that we can control, we have a lot more of an empowered relationship over diabetes because we realize, oh, I can recognize the patterns. I can recognize the trends and I can meet them with my behaviors and my daily habits to actually change the, change the course of things and optimize my decisions. So it may not feel really empowering at first, but over time it gets to be really, really empowering. And you get to walk into your doctor's office feeling like I'm the one in control. I already know these patterns. I already know what to do about all these things. I'm just looking for my, at my endo for confirmation. So it's really, really cool. But again, take that information and just take one piece of it that you want to focus on and that you can move forward with it. The all or nothing mindset does not serve us. Changing every single thing in our routine does not serve us. And that is why I will always say it, but I hate challenges like 75 hard. I hate those like just do it mentality kind of programs where you're changing your whole lifestyle and none of it feels natural and it's not sustainable. So by doing this and taking off one chunk of your day and kind of slowly going through those actions and going through those different timeframes, it's going to be a lot more sustainable in the long run 
and give you more predictability in the long run in your blood sugars. So I really hope that this episode helped kind of give you that step-by-step breakdown of things that you can implement into the next few weeks. I know it's things that I will be using and I will admit like I'm not aiming for perfection. My blood sugars will not be perfect, but I will be focusing on these three things to help me get through it a little bit easier than I would otherwise. And if you want more support after the holidays, I will say we are currently enrolling inside of TP100 for January 4th. So that being said, you can enroll now and start later. So when you enroll now, not only do you have access to the two bonus courses that we give you, so the T1D Online Accelerator, which is a 297 value of four holistic foundations that you can implement at any time that we teach all of our clients inside of TP100. So you always have these four foundations to fall back on, but we also give you access to the fitness and blood sugar blueprint bundle, which is a course of four different modules that is teaching you how to expect the outcome of your workout, how to optimize the outcome, how to fuel your body for your workout and how to increase your insulin sensitivity specifically through fitness. So those are two courses that you can start on right now over the next month and a half before we even get started that will support you in your journey for the long run. So along with that, we will make sure that you have Slack access to all of your coaches for an additional month. So you get to join us in Slack and have your coaches support for an extra month before we even get started. So that being said, you have us during the holidays, you have us going through these different courses, you can ask your questions and you're never being left behind. And as this extra special bonus for the last month of the year, we are going to give you access to the insulin sensitivity syncing method, which is our brand new guide, helping you sync your blood sugars with your hormones, nutrition, workouts, daily habits, and blood sugar management tools. So again, we are setting you up for success for an entire month, even before we get started. So that when we do start on January 4th, you are already feeling 10 times more confident. And when we start on the live calls, you have those foundations to set you up for the next 10 weeks. Inside of the program, we give you tons and tons of support. We have gotten so much feedback on how much support that we give. But so just to give you kind of a rundown of how the program works on a week to week basis. So every single Saturday, you will find us pop into your inbox with basically what to focus on that week. So we do not like leaving room for guesswork. So we make it very, very easy for you to get through the program and not have any confusion. So every single week you'll in that email, we will be telling you which module to focus on because we give you 10 weeks of complete trainings. So again, no room for guesswork. You're getting all this information handed to you and we're telling you when to focus on what. We're going to tell you what action steps to take and what to focus on and what calls to show up for that week. So that on Tuesdays, when you show up to our question and clarity calls, you can ask all the questions that you need. You know exactly what you've been implementing and you can ask questions and ask for feedback from all three coaches that are here for you in one space to help support you in implementing those things, troubleshooting what's not working, and overall getting any clarity that you need on all of these steps. On Thursdays, you have access to our data reflection calls. I always like to emphasize that these calls are not to look at your reports as a report card. So we're not looking at your data and saying, ooh, our time and range went down or ooh, our average went up. Not at all. So just like we talked about in step three, we support our clients in choosing one time frame to focus on that will support their overall management. That is exactly what we're doing inside of these calls. We are having our clients self-identify those patterns with our feedback to help them choose one, one focus area to work on over the next week that can support them in those 
building those sustainable behaviors and habits and know how to make changes in the long run. So that leads us to Sundays. You get access to your check-in form. So this is where you are seeing what worked last week, seeing what didn't work, asking us any questions so that on Monday, I give you an entire screen recording feedback of this check-in so that you're getting individual feedback from your coach, from from me, your head coach. Um, And so that you know, like you're getting all your questions answered, you know what to focus on going into the next week. So again, we really, really don't like to leave room for guesswork. So this is a very, very step-by-step program. We're giving you little bits and pieces to focus on each week so that Again, it's sustainable. It is easy. It doesn't feel like it's taking up your whole entire life, but you feel like you're prioritizing diabetes and you feel like this is something that can mold into your everyday without taking over. So now I will say that we are giving an extra, extra bonus for anybody who enrolls by December 31st. And we have never done this before. I will say that we did something similar last year, but it was very, very different. But when you enroll by December 31st, you are getting the bonus of being able to book unlimited calls with all three coaches. So last year we did it where everybody can book unlimited calls with one-on-one calls with myself, but now we're opening it up to the entire team. So with that being said, you have inside the team myself, who is a certified health coach, certified personal trainer, and neurolinguistic programming practitioner. So you can book calls with me to get support in your exercise management, everyday lifestyle, and mindset. You can also book calls with our registered dietitian, Jessica Cook. She obviously is on all things food, but she is also a certified diabetes educator. So she is your go-to person for support on the nutrition side, how to make certain foods work in your diet, and again, how to maybe make changes in your boluses or learn more about your bolusing decisions. And then newest on the team, we have Val Garcia. She's our women's wellness coach. People love booking calls with her so that they can learn more about their cycle, how to sync with their cycle, what different habits they can work on to support their cycle and how their cycle supports their insulin sensitivity and supports their blood sugar management as a whole. So this is a very, very special bonus that we're offering only to those people who enroll by December 31st. So if you have any questions about that, I definitely encourage you to reach out to lissy at needlesandspoons.com. You can also go to needlesandspoons.com to apply or to jump right in. We're so excited to support you inside of Keep And again, if you have any questions, please let me know. We hope that this podcast episode supported you in your blood sugar management over the holidays. If you enjoyed it, if you got something out of it, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts because when you do every single week, Skin Grip is choosing one person who leaves a review to send a free pack and you really don't want to miss out on these packs. They're absolutely incredible. Okay, we will catch you in the next episode. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your week.